I know I should be over this, but I ain't seeing clear. And I ain't leaving here unless somebody save me. Walking through my grave, and evil is enslavement. Evil looks so lovely, covered in her lace of lies. And a silky smooth seduction just manipulates my mind. For fabric or fabrication is fueling my fascination. While I'm intoxicated, she starts her assassination. Losing all my honor and my ears to the mercenary. Giving all my life away, but I'm just so a Genesis 
12 and 3. Amen. Nearly 4,000 years have passed since Abraham's divine encounter. Nations that blessed and, and nations that dishonor Abraham's descendants are historically witness to the veracity of the eternal one's promises. Despite the centuries of the evil ones perpetual against perpetrate, I'm sorry, of the despite the centuries of evil perpetrated against the Jewish people, they continue to make their inevitable mark and contribution. Amen. Glory be to God. Mark Twain's literally analysis expressed the impact of the Jewish people. If statistics are right, the Jews constituted but 1% of the human race. It suggests a nebulous, dim puff of stardust lost in a blaze of the Milky Way. Properly, the Jews are hardly to be heard, but he, but he is heard of. He's always been heard of. His, thank you, Jesus. I'm sorry, my eyes are getting old. Amen. He's prominent and prominent on the planet as any other people, and his commercial importance is extravagantly out of the proportion of the smallness of his bulk. His contributions to the world list the great names of literature, science, art, music, finance, medicine, and abstruse learning are also the ways out of proportion of weakness of his numbers. He has made a marvelous fight in this world. In all ages, he has done it with his hands tied behind him. He could be vain of himself and be excused for it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hi, Dion. Hi, Prophet Dion. Bless the Lord for you. Thank you for joining us tonight. I know you're only going to be with us shortly before you go to class, but I thank you for you participating. Amen. A chosen family for a chosen call. Blessings, Apostle Barnhouse. We're so glad to have you here. The first prophetic promise of the coming Redeemer was given to two Gentiles, Adam and Eve. Genesis 3, 3 and 15, amen, glory be to God. I'm glad you're here too, amen, glory be to God. <laughs> the sequence to promise seems lost as nearly 2,000 years passed before the eternal one called Abraham, the father of the Hebrew people. A family became a nation, the line of the promised redeemer. The internal one sets of high priority on his family. He calls Israel his firstborn, Exodus 4 and 22. And I'm reading from the complete Jewish Bible, praise be to God. Then you all tell Pharaoh, Adonai says, Israel is my firstborn son. The apostle wrote that there are Israelites, and to them belong the sonship, the glory, the covenant, and the giving of the law the Torah, the worship, the promise, Romans 9 and 4, amen. And the people of Israel, they were made God's children, and the Shekinah has been with them, and the covenants are there. Likewise, they are given of the Torah, and the temple service, and the promises are made.
We all know about the eternal one's ways, and we owe the Jewish people to whom he was revealed, Exodus 33 and 13. Now, please, if, if it is really the case that I have found favor in your sight, show me your ways so I will understand you and continue to find favor in your sight. Moreover, keep on seeing this nation as your people. Amen? The scriptures are father instructions for a set-apart people. Divine encounters transform Abraham's descendants. Amen. A unique family that was set apart to take on the eternal one's teachings to the people of the earth for 1,600 years, and the Spirit moved upon 40 Jewish authors to record the sacred scriptures, 2 Peter 1 and 21, and I'm reading that right now, for for never has a prophecy come as a result of human willing, amen. On the contrary, the people are moved by the Ruach, Haggadesh, spoken a message from God, amen. Some prophets and apostles wrote only one or two books. Moses, the central figure of the Tanakh, and that's the Old Testament, amen was given the Holy One's entire Torah teaching in the one-on-one encounter at Mount Sinai, including the seven Noahide laws. David, Israel's shepherd, and psalmist penned the majority of the Psalms, Israel's prayer book. Solomon added the Proverbs and written of wizards. Approximately 200 years after the Messiah's ascension, and the death of the last Jewish apostles. The New Testament was canonized. Those 27 books bring illumination, revelation, and understanding to the Torah and the Tanakh, the Old Testament, opening the life gate to the Gentiles who seek now to seek to know the Elohim of the Jews, making us heirs with Israel. Ephesians 3 and 6. Amen. That in union with the Messiah and through the good news, the Gentiles were to be joint heirs on a joint body and joint sharers with the Jews and what God has promised. Now, amen. Glory be to God. So this is a debt we cannot repay. Amen. When Yeshua Jesus died on the cross for all of us, amen. What happens is, is that. We have now given the opportunity, amen, glory be to God. We've given the opportunity to to have this right to be joined up and locked up with the original uh, heirs of God, amen? So now we don't lose out on nothing. Thankful to him. If he had not decided, praise be to God, I see uh, Tracy Young is in the house. Thank you, Prophet Tracy Young. I see Angela Dillard is in the house. Praise the Lord. If we cannot believe, amen, that he was the one that totally sacrificed his life, amen, no other person would do that for you. No other person would give you an opportunity to repent, turn from your ways, and turn back unto God just by simply by saying, I'm sorry. Amen. There was a, a repentant heart that will gained so much more than one that's eschewed in evil. Amen. 
anybody have any questions about that? Amen. So it's definitely a debt that we cannot repay. We can never repay back Yeshua for how he gave up his life for us. Amen. He truly gave it up for people. Sometimes I wonder if we even believe. Praise the Lord, Apostle Tracy Young. Amen. Glory be to God. It's so nice to see and hear from you. I know you gave me a call earlier, but I was trying to rest. Amen. Glory be to God. The subject was a debt that we cannot repay. That was the subject. That's the reason why I'm talking about that subject is because we cannot repay what he's done. And it, and it talks about, you know, even though he died, there were more written about him. Amen. It was more that was written, told the story, pictures. <laughs> there's more, there's more uh, stuff in gift shops about Yeshua Jesus than anything else. Uh, he even outdo the the people of the football the football team. I'm not a sports fan, but I know that their their paraphernalia sells for for lots, and, and so does Yeshua Jesus. People, uh, when it comes down to religion, people uh, will go wholeheartedly. Amen. <laughs> so tonight is El Yul twenty eight. Today is Tuesday, and it's September 19th and day 29. Amen. Repent that we, the church, fail to bless the Jewish people. I will bless those who will bless you, and I will dishonor you. I will bless those who will bless you, and him who dishonors you, I will curse. Amen. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Amen. Glory be to God. I worship scripture today, and if I break out and sing and don't laugh, just join in with me. Amen. I don't know why, but when I see these, I, I, I hear music. And I don't know, I hear the, uh, the, the music of Israel in my head when I start to read them. So please, if I start to sing, just understand I hear the music again. Of Psalms 45, 1 through 9, I'm reading from the com- uh, Complete Jewish Bible, so if it sounds strange to you, for those who are reading from the King James or NIVs, NIVs or anything like that, are reading from the complete Jewish Bible. Amen. And it says, for the leader to set the lilies by the descendants of Korak or Maskil. It's a love song. <laughs> That's why I've been hearing music. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. My heart is dear. I unknown thing. I address my verse to the king. My tongue is the pen of an expert scribe. You are the most handsome of men. Graces speak flows from your lips. For God has blessed you forever. Warrior strapped to your sword at your side. Gird on. Gird on. Hi, Donald Spencer. Praise the Lord. Gird on your splendor and majesty. And your majesty succeed right on. 
in case of truth, meekness and righteousness. May your right hand teach you awesome things. Your arrows are sharp. They fall under you as they penetrate the heart of the king's enemy. Amen, glory to God. Your throne, God, will last forever and ever. You'll rule the kingdom with the scepter of equity. You have love, righteousness, and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of joy in preference to your companions. Your robes are all fragrant with mere aloes and cassia. From ivory places, string instruments bring you joy. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So here we are. We're singing this song. Why? He said it's sent to the lily. Amen. Glory be to God. I'm thinking, you know, I'm I'm sitting here talking about the lilies, and I'm thinking about our princess, uh, princess. I'm thinking about highness. Amen. Glory be to God. And I pray that she's doing well. Amen. Glory be to God. She had a room on Power Talk called Lilies of the Valley, and everybody used to go there. It used to be a 24-hour room. Amen. And if you wanted to go someplace to really fellowship, you would go into the lilies. Um, it was just a popular place, and it was strangely enough, it was not set <laughs> in the um, religious section. Nobody could find this room because they set it in the um, in the R and B section. Yeah, it was a the Queen Highness used to do some serious teachings in that room, and I have to respect her for that. I mean, um, as time went on. Uh, she kind of wore down her people, but glory be to God, she used to she used to have that room packed. So the Lilies was a pretty good room at one point. Uh, um, Bob and Tracy all came out of that room. Um, there was no uh, the gospel room, uh, and I think the old DJ he used to be part of the Lilies before he got his own room. So a lot of people who who opened rooms all over Pal Talk, they came out of the lilies to open their own room. So they really got a lot of people started, whether they know it or not. Apostle Isaac, that's right. He came out of the lilies, yeah. So amen, glory be to God. Um, before I, I go right into this prayer, I need to stop. Um, a third hurricane is, came on the tail of Irma and Hosea, and, her, and that one was named Maria. They devastated Dominica. And one of the ladies at my job is from Dominica, and she told me, she said, my country is ruined. And I stopped and I prayed for her, but I feel the compassion to pray once again because here is these storms coming and they're destroying and destroying and destroying it. They're tearing places down. 
And here is one after another. This is the third storm. Come on, one for the Father, one for the Son, one for the Holy Spirit. This is the third storm that's coming and destroying all of these islands. How come you're late in some of these rooms? You never heard a pal talk. That's why. Yes. And they had an earthquake. There, I'm telling you, if if America thinks they're exempt from the wrath of God, they ain't seen nothing yet. My Lord, it, I pray that we wake up as a people, amen, and we start to plan. We have to plan. Destruction is coming. I hate to say it like that, but it's true. And if people are ignoring the signs, he's not coming back right now, but the destruction is coming, amen. Third hurricane. Praise the Lord, Superintendent Green is in the house tonight, y'all. The third hurricane is coming. Amen. And it's it's been already wiped out a country. Amen. I was talking about it last night because I really haven't heard. I heard everybody keep talking about Irma and Harvey and they're talking about Hosea, but they have not talked about the the newest one, which was Maria. And I was just, I'm I'm sitting back and I'm saying, God, when are people going to wake up and learn that they have to start praying? And I don't think people understand that. Yeah. And they're, they're saying we're getting ready to be hit here in Boston. And Maria is supposed to have been not as strong as Hosea because she's only a Category 3. And Hosea is a Category 4. Now, here it is. And Irma was a Category 5. So, amen, glory be to God. I, I, I'm praying. I'm praying. I'm in prayer. I'm praying. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at some of the news feed of um, some of the places that was hit. Yeah, they got, um, there's a few forest fires that have been broke out. I mean, I don't really watch the news anymore because I just, just the thought of it just hurts my feelings. You know, people, people are looking around and seeing nothing but water. Yeah, they're seeing nothing but water, floods. Buildings are down, trees are down, power lines down. You know, and and now they they for those who who took it for a joke and not prepared, they're trying to find something to help them. Okay, now now Hurricane Maria is going to Puerto Rico, and see it says um, Hurricane Maria aims at the Puerto Rico after slamming Dominica. She was concerned. She had some family there, so I want to pray for them tonight. 
Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. How are you doing tonight, Elizabeth? Elizabeth? If you're talking to me, this is Susan. <laughs> oh, Susan, that's you calling in. I'm sorry, Susan. Praise God. Woman of God coming to pray with us, y'all. Susan, Amen. You, um, uh, go ahead and speak, because I know there's something on your heart. Because if you dialed in, you must want to talk. Well, you know, we're talking about what we're seeing, the the storms that are coming in, the, the tornadoes, the earthquake now that hit. Mexico at seven point four. Seven point four? Yes. I was watching that on the news on the internet and I was seeing buildings just crumbling like they're nothing. And the Lord's been speaking to me about people in the word of God it talks about the rich people thought they were safe because they were up they had the you know, the, the doors, they had the all the walls and everything. And how the Lord mm-hmm. laughed at that because that doesn't make you safe. Your money doesn't save you, none of that makes you safe, not when it comes to God's wrath or judgment. The only thing that keeps us safe is the blood of God. Jesus, amen. 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 But, you know, he's sending out. I've heard apostles and prophets uh, giving warnings. I've given warnings. People don't listen. Mm-hmm. People no. don't listen. No, they don't. No, they don't. And I was, I, I was getting kind of low on that part, and the Lord sent me to Jeremiah today where he sent Jeremiah to the people, and he told them, you know, they're going to reject you, and they did. They rejected Jeremiah, and he said, well, I'm in your hands. And they decided they were going to kill him, but then they decided not to kill him because the kings before wouldn't have done that, and so on and so forth. This is in Jeremiah. And I'm like, okay. And the Lord says, you know, prepare to be rejected if you're walking in that prophetic. The people don't want to hear the truth. It's the false prophets, the false apostles that people back up so much because they're they're doing the feel good thing. Yes. The real yes. is coming well, with a you warning. Get cars, you're gonna get millions. God's gonna make you prestigious. No. Oh my foot. You know what? Jesus wasn't prestigious. Um Mm-mm. Elijah wasn't. Come Mm-mm. on. That day doesn't work that way. We're if we're traveling through, I don't I don't really care. He meets our needs. He meets my needs. I'm yes. not rich, but I am rich. Not in yeah. not physically speaking, but spiritually, yes. And that's forever. And he said that where our heart is, that's yeah. where our treasure is at. And he promised to meet our needs. He never promised to make us stinking rich. He didn't he didn't promise to make us famous. And if you're an apostle or a prophet, if you're walking in the prophetic, you're not going to be like no. you think. No, and they're not they're not gonna receive you. And they they no. laugh at you. They think that you're oh, a trickster. And they're like they don't understand why you get to say these words, but then when you see them come to pass, then they're looking at you like, Oh, amen. Because I even had my very own apostle say, You're scary. He said, Because everything you say is accurate. Because I won't speak unless God speaks to me. I'm not speaking just because you want to get something from me. And it, it, I'm the it, same it, it way. Really, it, 
yeah, they upset a lot of people. And I'm quite sure this happens to you too, Susan. You know, they get upset because they the only reason why they want to be your friend is because they want to get a word from God. Right. And that's to prostitute Amen. the anointing, and you can't prostitute the anointing. You can't. But, you but the can. thing of it is, what, I, what was on my heart is that we've got to listen to those that God is sending, just like in the Word of God, but we've got to be those that hear the apostles, the prophets, those that he's sending, and not reject it. But when they say, and people say, well, how do you know if it's real? The Holy Spirit is going to show you that that's real. Right. Every time, but you have to be listening for him. And that's what I wanted to get on here and say, just if you if you hear a warning, please listen to it. It's not mm-hmm. going to hurt any of us to listen to a warning. If if someone says repent, repent. If someone says stop doing that, stop doing that. I mean, what's the big deal? You know what I'm saying? I understand. It's, the rebellion is in, he gave me, he took me in the spirit the other night. And I'm throwing out all these hats. They're witches' hats. And I said, "What? The, what? What is? What? And I said, "Holy Spirit, what is this? Like, like just bunches of them." He said, "That's the witchcraft that's going on in my people. Witchcraft yeah. because they're full of rebellion. Who? Uh, unrighteous. Unrighteousness yes. is like rebellion. Is like witchcraft. Amen. Right. And they post these things. You know, if you do this, God will bless you." God didn't say that. Just, I'm just, I'm just, I, I'm interceding, and I'm just, I'm upset. <laughs> I really am. I know. I'm upset for God's people. I know. If, if people don't understand, they really don't. They, they, they want to walk their own ways. They want to do things in their own time. And, and God is saying, no, no. He said, I can't allow you. To continue to walk it's in the manner. It's not time to play. It's not mm-hmm. time to play. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's what was on my heart. <laughs> we got to listen to the warning. Listen, I want to share something with you. Now we know about the rich man and the poor man, Lazarus. And glory yeah. be to God. And the rich man told God, he said, "Look, I have five brethren." that they may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. And here's God speaking to him, saying, look, he said they had Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. Then they, and he knows him saying that he already knew that he, 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 if he didn't listen to them, why he going to listen to Lazarus who come back from the dead? Amen. And, and Lazarus was a walking testimony. Amen. Come on. I don't care who you and what you are. You're not popular. If you're, if you're a true prophet of God, you're not popular. You don't want to be. Come on. You don't want to be popular. Because even as you were talking about Jeremiah, once again, I, I, talked this, I taught this in Sunday school. Um, she was teaching on Jeremiah. And I said, look, I said, the king was so grieved with Jeremiah. He said, he said, oh, my God, I'm so tired of seeing Jeremiah. Every time I see him, he brings me bad news. He was sick of him. And just like you said, they wanted to kill him, but instead they threw him in a well. Mm-hmm. 
He didn't want to hear nothing else from Jeremiah. So glory be to God. This is what I'm saying. For for some for some people, they take God for a joke. And once again, I know y'all tired of me talking about this young lady, but I'm still stuck with the fact that she was 19 years old, and she thought she had plenty of time to serve God, and she died at 19 at her own father's funeral. Can you imagine? She had a brain aneurysm. And here I was. I was preaching to her on the porch. And I said, no man knows the Daniel the hour for when he's going to come back. I said, you need to come and give your life to the Lord now. I didn't know why he wanted me to be persistent. But he said in his word, he said, compel them to come unto me. And I was trying to compel her. Everybody else on the porch was listening. But I had targeted her. And I was like saying to her, I said, look, you need to give God your life. And she skipped away. I got plenty of time. Not even a month later, she was dead. Wow. We don't know. And I really don't like that scripture. I'm going to be honest, because I really think when, when pastors and preachers and everybody use it, it's a scare tactic. And you don't want to put fear into people. You want to put the fear of God into people. There's a difference, and I don't like it. All right, have a good day at school. Have a good day at uh, school. Blessings. But, yes, so we have to believe that. So I'm I'm with you, Susan. You got the prophets out here. They've been warning, 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 warning. You've been ignoring them because you've been calling cracks. You've been calling them cracks. You've been calling them coops. Call them crazy. You think they belong in the same asylum. But, yes, here they are. They're speaking the truth, and you called it a lie. You reap the rewards of that one. Amen? Amen. I'm not going to keep talking about that. All right, y'all. So I'm going to take a few moments to pray. Amen. For Hurricane Maria, Irma, Harvey. Amen. Glory be to God. Hurricane Jose. Father, I thank you. Father, I remember one time in the word where you had to destroy this world by flood. And, Father, this time it ain't even just the water. It's the winds and the rains. And, Father, as these hurricanes come and they bring these high high winds that can rip up trees for by the root, God, off the ground. Father, they, they rip apart houses like they were Lego buildings or they were pop made out of popsicle sticks. Even the brick buildings can't even stand against the wind. My Lord, God, for those who survived and was able to escape, Father, we wanted, we wanted you to give them a revelation. Let them speak now that if it had not been for the Lord that was on my side, I still would not be here. And God, for those, amen, who are looking at the rubbles of their life, looking at what was blown away or torn apart. Father, for all that they have gained, they couldn't go to church. They couldn't say your name. They couldn't even wake up and say, thank you, Lord. They lost all their precious TV sets and their game boys and their gaming systems, God. And, Father, everything that, that didn't mean anything to this world or to you, God, 
So, Father, let them take a second look and understand that you are first and foremost in everyone's life. Father, no longer shall anybody put you on the back burner and think of you as a second-class citizen. My God, Father, I believe by faith that if more people look upon these storms and really put it to their heart, that they'll turn from their wicked ways and turn unto you, God, because destruction has no name on it. They talk about bullets, destruction, hurricanes, tornadoes, Glory be to God, floods, fire, famine. Father, and we here in America, glory be to God, we we are not exempt from having all of these destructions happen to us. Earthquakes, my God, tremors, my Lord. Father, right now, as this world is getting ripped and torn apart, so they can start back fresh, start back new, start relooking over their lives. Father, this is a time of repentance. Yeah. Father, we, we only have a few more days before we walk into our high holy days. Tishri 1 starts on, on September 21st, and God is the beginning of our high holy days. And, Father, for the last seven days, we are watching the books come open, and God's judgment is about to be poured out on the people. If they don't repent now, Father, destruction is coming to many next year. Father, press in. Ask to send your angels to minister to people who are not walking in your way. To press in to repent, to turn, turn from their way and turn back to you. God, I want you to speak to those that have walked away from the church, deacons, deaconesses, pastors, apostles, teachers, prophets. Father, frustrated with the people of God. Father, right now, in the name of Yeshua, Jesus, call them back. Call them back to strengthen the church. Call them back to lay down their ideals and to pick up yours. Call them back, God, so the children can be helped, so the elderly can still be helped, but the men can be helped. Father, I want you to strengthen our men. They are the weakest part of us, and they call the women the weaker vessels. But, God, some of our men need help. I'm crying out for them right now. Father, they need to return to their place as the head of the household. Father, they need to be the men of honor, taking care of their children no matter where they are. Hallelujah. Father, let the men of honor, hallelujah, lay down their life to serve you. Put down the alcohol bottles. Put down the, the epidermic needles, God. Hallelujah. Where they're shooting heroin and meth and everything else that they can get into them. But those that are smoking crack and smoking marijuana, God, I don't care if it's legal. It's still illegal in the, in the eyes of God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Glory be to God. 
I don't care if alcohol is legal. It's still illegal in the eyes of God. Hallelujah. My God, put the drugs down. Put the alcohol down. Put the cigarettes down. Hallelujah. Take the cussing and the swearing out your mouth. And, Father, I believe by faith that you can turn everything around. Where everything was going bad, let it become good. We thank you for it right now. In Yeshua, in Yeshua, Jesus' name, take care. Take care of the people, God. Father, make sure the provisions are made, the food, the housing. Father, many have lost jobs, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people in the destruction, have lost their ways of financing. God, how are we going to find new jobs? But God, I know that you are Jehovah provide, Jehovah Jireh. You are their true provider. So, Father, we thank you for you making the provision today. They're not going to go hungry. They're not going to be thirsty. They're not going to be naked. God, I thank you for it right now. In your son, Yeshua, Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Garth Williams, I haven't seen you in so long. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Garth. Oh, um, glory be to God. Um, Revelation. Revelation 19. Amen. Glory be to God. Um, Today. Our name that we are speaking to today, amen, glory be to God, is Yahweh Gibor Mekama. Yahweh Gibor Mekama. Amen. Hallelujah. I am mighty in battle. Amen, glory be to God. Who is the king of glory? Hallelujah. The Lord that's strong and mighty. Who is the king of glory? The one that's mighty in battle. I'm starting to get the song in my head now. Who is the king of glory? Yahweh the Lord, strong and mighty. Yahweh Gavor Mikam. The Lord, mighty in battle. Psalms 24 and 8. Oh, Yahweh Gavor Mikama. Who compared to you? Whose splendor, majesty, and might can even compare with yours? There is no one. You are the victorious king, mighty in battle, supreme in power, the conquering one. Amen. 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 Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And today's letter, once again, is still none, none, none. Amen. And it is, has the symbolic of faithfulness, soul, and emergence. Amen. Glory be to God. Thank you for that, Lord. Hallelujah. I love that I'm teaching these letters and numbers. I posted back on my page, if you want to go and pick up those links for all these books, I, they're right there on my page. I was, I was saying, I, can't, I get tired of typing in the, the phone here. And I loved it. it was easier when I was able to just post it on Facebook. It made it so much easier than doing it on the phone. And then I realized I could still post it on Facebook. Amen. 
Glory be to God. So, Garth, if you want to join us for tonight's lesson, we're on page 59. You can go where it says uh, the Teshuvah Prayer Guide, uh, Teshuvah Guide 2017. That's the link. You click on that and it'll download the book to your computer. Amen. Glory be to God, unless you're using your phone. You can still download it to your phone, too. Amen. It will, it will still download it. Okay. Amen. Glory be to God. Confession and repentance. Now, this is Balaam's prophecy. Amen. Glory be to God. And we're starting in Numbers 24, 2 through 9. Amen. I'm reading for the complete Jewish Bible. It says, Balaam raised his eye and saw Israel and camp tribe by the tribe. The Spirit of God came upon him, and he made his pronouncement. His pronouncement. Now, here we go. This is the speech of Balaam, the son of Bor. The speech of the men whose eyes have been opened. The speech of him who hears God's word, whose seed should die seed, who has fallen and yet has open eyes. How lovely are your tents, Yaka. Amen. He said Yaakov is a Hebrew name for Jacob. So, but they call him Yaakov. Amen. Your encampment is real. They spread like valleys like gardens by the riverside, like suckling aloes planted by Adonai, like the cedar trees next to the water. Water will flow from their branches, and their seed will have water aplenty. Their king will be higher than Agog, and his kingdom lifted high. God, who brought them out of Egypt, gives them the strength of a wild ox. They will devour the nations opposing them and break their bones and pierce them with their arrows. When they lie down, they crouch like a lion, or like a lioness who dares to rouse it. Blessed be to all who bless you. Cursed be to all who curse you. Amen. Your blood pressure is sky high. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before your throne of grace right now. We want you to begin to touch God's blood pressure, God. Father, in the name of Yeshua, Jesus, Father, let him watch what he's eating, God. Let him uh, drink plenty of water. And, Father, in the name of Yeshua, Jesus, allow him to take his medication. Father, we want to bless him right now. We want his blood pressure to come down lower and lower. Father, let him not ignore the warning signs. Amen of him not taking his medication, of him not drinking enough fluid to flush his system, to flush his kidneys, to flush his body, amen, of the toxins that is raising up his body. Father, allow him not to drink caffeinated teas and uh, caffeinated coffee, God. Father, let him look at decaf, God. Tell him not to eat too much chocolate, God. Hallelujah. These things carry so much caffeine that they raise the blood pressure. Father, allow him to watch what medications he takes. Father, overcoming medications raises your blood pressure. Father, it's time for education. A lot of times the people of God are, are ignoring, amen, what we should do, God. Hallelujah. And I'm only speaking to myself first because I'm now learning how to do better with my medication. I'm finally learning how to do better with how I intake my food and how I intake my water. Uh, my water. Hold on. 
Hallelujah. Praise be to God. We thank you for all things in Yeshua's name. Amen. Um, so he's reading Balaam's prophecy. So now he's, he's letting us know that his eyes has been opened. Amen. And he's talking. He's talking to us. He's going to bring us forth. Amen. He's going to continue to give us strength. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We're going to uh, I, uh, Numbers 24, 14, and 20. Amen. He said, but now I'm going back to my own people. Come, and I will warn you what people will do with your people in the Ekerit Hyaman. Got it. Thank you, Jesus. So he made his pronouncement. This is the speech of Balaam for the son of Boyar. Did I just read that? Oh, it repeats itself. Okay, glory be to God. Isaiah 60 and 12. For the nation, the kingdom that won't serve you will perish. Amen. Did, did we just hear that scripture? For the nation or kingdom that won't serve you will what? Perish. Yes, those nations will be what? Utterly destroyed. Glory be to God. Are we witnessing this today? Are we uh-huh. witnessing this today? Amen. Isaiah 51, 1 through 2. Listen to me, you pursuers of justice, you who seek Adonai. Consider the rock from which you was cut and the quarry from which you was dug. Consider Abram, your father, and Sarah, who gave birth to you. In that I call him when he was the only person, then blessed him and made him many. Amen. I want to be blessed like that. I don't want to be the fa- I don't want to be the mother of many nations, but uh I'm I'm <laughs> glad to have the spiritual children I have today. Amen. I think having three children was too much for me. I should have suffered too. Amen. Uh Romans eleven and thirty two. For God has shut up all mankind together in disobedience in order that he may show mercy to us all. It's so funny that these these teachings are coming right on time for what is happening today. Amen? These are the teachings. Uh, Isaiah. Oh, okay. Amen. So, um, our Father Yahweh, Elumin, our merciful and righteous judge, I humbly enter your courts in the name of Yeshua Jesus, by his blood to confess, repent, and ask your forgiveness for my family and myself, failing to bless the Jewish people. Please have mercy on my family and me, that we will turn from our ways to love your people and obey your word and ways. So amen, glory be to God. Hallelujah. I don't know how we're supposed to bless them other than pray for them. We need to pray for them constantly. We need to keep them in prayer. Amen. With so much going on around the world, it's not that we're going to forget who the Jews are and who they are to us, but amen. There's, we have much prayers going up all over. Amen. So we need to continue to remember to um, bless them 
Amen. If not financially or spiritually, uh, glory be to God, mentally or amen, physically, I want to go to Israel. I want to go over there. I want to go do straight ministry. And I've been trying to contact the people who belong to um, uh, one of my groups that I'm part of is the End Time Handmaidens. And they have opened doors all over the world. They, they've been to Germany and have been to France, it, it, um, uh, to all of the islands, but they mainly have been to Israel, to Australia, amen, to, to Greenland, to Iceland, to Alaska. I mean, places that people don't even consider going to um, minister at. If it ain't pretty, I don't want to go. But, uh, man, if he tell me to go preach in the snow, I'm going to preach in the snow. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Praise and thanksgiving. Uh, hallelujah. Susan, you want to pray for them? For, okay, who am I praying for? Our Father, Yahweh, confess and repent that your forgiveness for my family and self for failing to bless the Jewish people. So we're praying for our families and ourselves. Father God, your word says, if my people call by my name, Lord, we are your people, and we are called by your name. Father, help us to humble ourselves and come to you in repentance, full repentance, Father God, and intercede for our families, Lord, for our all the different states, all the different countries, Lord, help us to yes. stand united. Your word says we're two more agrees touching anything on this earth. There you're in the midst, but also, too, will we agree? Yes. We will do it, Lord. Call us together, Father God, in prayer, Lord. Lay that on our hearts, Father God. I know you, you visit us in, in the night season. Father God, may it be so. When you start visiting your people, that we would intercede, Lord, at the drop of a hat, wherever we're at, Father God, wherever there's a need, Lord. Open our eyes and our ears, Father God. We want to be led of the Holy Spirit, because if we're not being led of him, then we are in rebellion. If we're in rebellion, then we're in witchcraft, Father God. Lord, you're calling for repentance, so help us to stand there. Help us to warn those that need to be warned, Father God. May our words be your words. May our thoughts be... Your thoughts, Father God, because you desire to commune with us. That's what you were doing in the in the um, garden. You were communing with them, Father God. Lord, help us to lead your people back. You tell Pharaoh, let my people go. Well, Father God, help us to bring your people out from those bondages, Father God, from this earth, Lord, that they would look upon you, that they would be that which you've called them to be, your children. Yes. And Yeshua's name, I ask this. Amen and amen. 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 Glory be to God. Get We give praise and thanksgiving. Thank you so much, Apostle Barnhill. Amen. Uh, we give praise and thanksgiving on behalf of my family and myself. Amen. I praise your great name, Yahweh, Gabor, Makal, Kamen for your mighty power in battle, God. We always need somebody to battle on our be- on our behalf. And we thank you for Gibor Melchama. For Melchama. Thank you, go. Melchama. There we go. 
Yahweh Gavor Machama, your mighty power, God, in battle. God, as we go through our battles, our trials and tribulations, God, I thank you for you sending him to our rescue, to Father, to cover us, to aid us. I thank you that he keeps strengthening us, that we can stand and set our face like flint so the enemy will know that he has no effect on us. We shall not we shall not break. We shall not fall. We may bend, but God will bend right back Amen. up. You said he that is planted by the rivers of living waters. God, Lord. we are planted. We are planted by your son, Yeshua Jesus. Thank and we want to give you Lord. thank you for being our battle axe. Yeah. Hallelujah. We want to thank you for being the Lord who avenges us. Yeah. We want to thank you. For those that whoever tries to hurt or harm us, as you said in your words, I will bless those that will yes, curse you. Yes, I will Father, curse yes. those that will curse you. God, right now in Yeshua's name, I want to oh, thank you, oh. and I want to give you glory, and I want to give you honor. Hallelujah. I lift your name up to the highest praise. Yeshua, hallelujah. We thank you right now. Yeah. We give you glory for it. Thank we turn in our hearts to Israel today. Glory be to God, and we're turning to our local assembly and leadership. Amen. Our Father, we thank you for Israel on the way that you have been their yeah. defense. Yahweh Gabor Mishama, the mighty one fighting their battles. My yeah. God. Hallelujah. Father, I want to thank you because many a time Israel has been attacked. And their enemies thought that they were going to overtake the Israelites and take their land from them. But God, you became their battle axe. And they was a- not only was able to keep their land, but took over Jerusalem. Amen. Come on. The enemy you, can't Father. have no authority over them. Amen. Woo, Lord, I thank you for that right now. Woo! Amen. I tell you, this I, it, I I get in bed and I'm so psyched. I have to turn off the TV. I have to turn off my light, and I have to lay there and let this roll off of me and and hear what God is saying to me. Amen. Everything that's being taught, because I'm I'm understanding that this is giving us an infilling now. Uh, we're filling oh, yeah. up dark places. We're filling up empty places. Amen. Come on. Amen. Come on. Amen. And I'm thanking God for him doing that for us. Amen. Because I I think now and I say, God, when this is over, I'm going to miss this. Even though I'm going to do the 40 days of of praying for our country, this here, hmm, this here gives us a great connection to you. Amen. It's a great connection. Jesus was our true intercessor. He interceded on our behalf by dying. But he gives us an open door straight to God. We no longer have to come to the Pharisees. We don't have to come to the Sadducees. We don't have to go to the high priest. We don't have to go to nobody. Nobody has to give an offering for us. Amen. They don't have to, we don't have to give them our sins so they can give our sins up for us. Because glory be to God, sometimes their sick garments was not clean. Amen. 
can I be truthful here? We're giving up our sins to somebody else, hoping they're making atonement for us, and they should be making atonement for themselves. Mm-hmm. Come on, Lord. Mm-hmm. But I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for that right now. Confession, repentance, and intercession. We confess and repent that the church has not only failed to bless the Jewish people, but our shame that we have failed to recognize them as our spiritual parents in faith. Ain't that something? We had all these spiritual parents, starting with Adam and Eve, and then we had uh, Abraham and Sarah. Why? Because their whole thing, if it was not for Abraham, just obeying God and giving up his son Isaac. Amen. Oh, my God. He was going to lay him down and slay him like he was a lamb to the slaughter. And he was willing to do it because he loved God so. And I try to teach husbands because I meet pastors, and the first thing they say is, my, my, you know, Sarah called Abraham Lord. Yeah, because she saw the fear of God in him. It wasn't that he was fearful. He was the fear of God. The fear of God made him wise. Amen. If a woman cannot see that in her husband, she is not going to call you Lord. Amen. He was faithful to God. He was faithful to Sarah. He didn't move unless he he it agreed with her. Amen. So glory be to God. When we fail to recognize our spiritual leaders and our spiritual parents, and especially ones that for generations God has been using them, amen, to show us the way. I'm telling you, you're doing a dissatisfaction to yourself. You're missing out on your own blessing. Amen? Amen. I want you to understand that when he gives you spiritual parents, even the ones that you have now, when he gives you spiritual parents, they're there for a reason. A majority of the time they're there to pray for you, but they're also there to give you words of wisdom. Should not make a really make a move without them. Amen? A lot of us mature people, we, we learn to move through God. We don't really need the spiritual parent, but we need them for in case, just in case. Amen. But it's oh, nice to have spiritual parents in our lives. Amen. Because they're supposed to give us guidance. And if they're preaching and teaching the word of God, amen, that's your guidance. That's your guidance. Amen. If they happen to run you down because God is banging on their back or their chest and saying, you better go find them. You better go find them. Find out what's going on with them. Find out they're okay. And then you you, you say, Lord, that's, that's true concern because, you know, I ain't heard from her in months and years. Amen. And now she's calling me every day trying to go, what's going on? What's going on? Because Lord has put them on, uh, put you on their heart. Amen. For you and he uses them. And if they can't contact you, they'll pray for you. Those are good spiritual parents. I'm serious. And you have to know you have good spiritual parents. If you feel like the spiritual parents you got aren't good for you, why do you have them? I'm serious. Why do you have them? Cut them loose. 
They ain't done nothing for you. They ain't praying for you. They ain't giving you good words of wisdom or good words of encouragement. I'm not trying to help you break yourself out of the valley or tear down those strongholds in your life. You don't need them. You do not need them. Amen. I don't know. I mean, I got a lot of spiritual children. They 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 know I'm insane. They just go, okay, boss, we'll lean up. You're gonna be there for yours. You're not gonna you're not gonna abandon. There are those that abandon. I've had two that have abandoned me completely. Abandoned me and I got to the point where I thought God had abandoned me because they did. And he had to remind me I didn't abandon them, you. They did. They did. Amen. You, you have to be careful. Isn't that the same people who abandon you for no reason at all? And glory be to God. And, and, and it's not hard to be a spiritual parent. No. But you know, uh-uh. a lot of times people will abandon you if they're in sin. Right. They don't want to deal with you when they're in sin. And I had to work through unforgiveness towards, especially the the last one that did this. Uh, I've had, sometimes I still feel myself angry, and I have to pray through, and I do. Wow. And, and I find all these things to forgive, yeah. But it's he he's healing. It hurts. I mean, I, yeah. I, I it hurts. I was devastated. Yes. But God is good. God is good. You know, and Amen. that's a shame because people don't even realize when you hurt folks like that, <laughs> you miss me, Clark. Uh, I just saw Dion say something, too. But see, I understand that, Susan. People do abandon us. Yeah. I've, I've, had, I've had lots of spiritual parents. Yeah, I, think I, dumped, I think I've dumped all of mine. I don't think they broke up with me. I broke up with them. <laughs> I just I get to a point where I just get frustrated with a person. I say, I'll see you. <laughs> So, uh, and, yeah. and, I, and I really had to kick or get rid of, I think out of all of my life, I've only gotten rid of two spiritual children, two, out of all the spiritual children I have. And none of them have ever left me. Since I've opened in the vine online 2005, none of my spiritual children have left me. Well, and you I can't get rid of them. I, I know. <laughs> I know. I tried. I tried. I tried to kick away so many people. I tried to close in the vine. You guys would not let me. I don't understand it. Y'all, I don't understand it. Probably because I don't ask for much. I really don't. But I thank God. I thank God for the prayers and the blessings. Amen. And even the support. So I'm telling you, even as this time is coming to a close with this here, I'm feeling blessed. I really am because I'm seeing more and more of the people again, and I kind of miss them. Yes, I said, I said, um, Dion says, I thank God for you. I remember when I, when I called, when I called, when I was going through, when I called her when she was going through. Yes, uh, because God put her on my heart. I had to call her. I was like, what's going on? I can't find you. I've been trying to call you. And he, he bugged me until I reached her. And she says the one the one spiritual parent she had had abandoned her. And I was fighting for her. I was trying to find everything I could to get her help. Amen. I really was. Yeah. And the enemy got to me, too, because, oh, man, hallelujah. 
said it broke my heart. It just broke her heart and abandoned her. Because when I called her, she was, she sounded sad. But after two or three calls, man, she was sounding like she was a brand new person. I was like, what's going on with you? You know, I'm trying to get it down to Columbia. She's talking about, I'm in school now and got this and that. The Lord is blessing. I'm like, oh, okay. I'll talk to you later. Amen. So you just never know. You never know who God has given to you as a spiritual parent. Amen. You never know why God has put that person in your heart. I mean, I got a, I got a spiritual daughter. She loves me half of the time because the other half I'm on her back about her being righteous. Amen. Can't stand me for that. But you know what? It's, it, listen, a true parent would not want to see their children sin. A true Amen. parent would truly call them out. And I, that's, that's how I feel. I feel that if you're in a bad place with God, don't let me know about it. And everybody has always usually been truthful to me about what sins they're in. And I've been amazed about that one, too, because I'm like, are you for real? You're telling me this? But they can trust me because they know I won't go back and use it or tell somebody Because I keep it to my heart and I keep it to God. It's for me to pray about, not for me to tell about. Amen? That's right. Amen. So when we get these spiritual parents and spiritual leaders we have to remember what what kind of leader do I want? What kind of leader do I need? <laughs> you got my back, I know. Amen. Boy, you beat the guard. Me and this phone, and I didn't even, oh, I did take it out today. It's rolling, rolling, rolling. I know Wi-Fi is, uh, there, it's back. Why I keep doing that? Come on, kick back in. Is Facebook on pause? Because my side says it's trying to connect. Hey, Arlena? Arlena? I'm yeah. Uh, it's not it's not frozen on my end. You can see me? Yeah, I can see you. Your shiny oh. face. I <laughs> know. Oh, okay, now I can see everybody. There we go. See my shiny face. So I put a little <laughs> gloss on it. Make it look nice. <laughs> You know, I'm so pretty to be ugly. I mean. <laughs> you know what? You know what? <laughs> Amen. Uh, I'm glad, I'm glad uh, you could trust me. Um, I don't even know who's typing this in this room, but, yeah, I'm glad you could trust me. Because like I said, I don't, I don't share people's information unless I ask them and I'd be like, um, I'm going to pick on you in this area, but, I, you know. But uh, I don't, but I don't, if it's deeply private, I won't share it at all, but I will share something that I think is okay. It's just something light. It's not something bad. It's just something to go with the example. Amen. And I always act first. I don't never uh, just go out and do that. You can can tell everybody I'm crazy, okay? I gave you some (laughs) here. 
You are not crazy. Amen. You are just, you know, can I be for real with you for two seconds? You have been a lost prophet for many years. Many years you've been lost. And even with me coming to give you the little bit that I gave you, you understood that you had a purpose, but you still was lost. And that's why you're staying close to me, because you're looking for the rest of it. Okay. Amen. 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 Can I be, Amen. am I being truthful? Am I being truthful? Yes. Mm-hmm. Listen, when, when God sends people my way, I know why they're coming. Cause, um, because, number one, I am nurturing like a mother. That's the one oh, reason It's very nurturing. The second reason why is I will help you with everything that I have in me. If I don't have it, i I got to find somebody who does because my whole purpose in life is to help people. That's why in the, in the Vine ministry is a help ministry. Amen. We, we can be a church. But I had chosen not to be a church because I love the help ministry part. So I can fulfill anything a person needs if they need help with learning how to read, if they need help with um, getting some counseling. I mean, and I only can help you, glory be to God, because I'm not going to say everybody I help I was successful with, but you can only help people who want to be helped. If you don't want to be helped, you ain't going to get nothing. I don't care if it's right. me or somebody or anybody next door, but I'm telling you, if you don't want help, this is why I keep talking about free will, because as long as you're not, your will, your will is not free to accept the help, you ain't going to get it. Right. Come on. God gives us a free will for a reason. He said we can either serve him or we can serve this world. It's the choice is ours. He's not going to make us into robots. And he's not going to race us for doing it. Amen. He's not going to hold a knife or gun to our head and make us serve him. He gives us a free will to choose, and we choose the way we want to go. And then the end result, you don't get what you want or need. It's because you have chosen to be the person you are. Amen. Uh-huh. Blessings come to those who are free and ready to change. I've never seen this young lady so blessed like she is now. She's real blessed now. Amen? Because now her heart is open to change. But for so many years, when you are lost, you can't really get the true blessings. You get some. They trickle in. But until you really really turn your life around and stop the foolishness, you're going to get nothing until it's done. All right. Praise and thanksgiving. Glory be to God. Our Father, we thank you for being long-suffering to the Jewish people and to us, the Ecclesia. We have both fallen short of bringing you glory and honor. Romans 11 and 32. Amen. Glory be to God. He said, for God has shut up all mankind together in disobedience in order that he might show mercy to us all. He wants to give us the blessing. But if we're not going to be obedient unto him and we're going to continue to be disobedient, 
Look at what's happening. Hurricane Irma, Hurricane Jose, Hurricane Maria. Destruction shall show up on your doorstep and take away all that you have because you have not learned to truly obey God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm crazy for life. You are foolish. All right. Amen. How lovely are your tents, O Jacob, your encampments, O Israel, like palm groves that stretch afar, like the gardens beside a river, like the aloes that the Lord has planted, like cedar trees beside the waters. Amen. Hold on. We were out ministering, and our pastor gave us this aloe leaf. Amen. I wanted to save it for ministry night, and I'm so glad I got tonight to choose to use it um, because my sis was telling me how I can use this to eat with. Is she still here? I know she got to be here somewhere. I've been, <laughs> I've been, I've been wanting to eat this so bad. I, I was trying. I was going to ask her for for the recipe that her father used because I know she said she she cut it open. It's real thick and heavy too. Now, mind you, I have had this for more. I have had this for a week now. Is it a week? Yeah, more than a week. Amen. No, was it this uh, superintendent? Was it this Saturday he gave this to us, or was it last Saturday? I know I've been holding on to this. Because aloe has so many many properties besides eating. You can break the leaf off and use it to heal your skin. I've always had pretty skin. So, you know, only thing that aloe can do is make it prettier. <laughs> oh, amen. So glory be to God, and she gave me this and was telling me to use this for my healing, and I wanted to show you guys if anybody has never seen an aloe leaf before because people show up aloe um, in in bottles for lotion and stuff, um, and there's an aloe drink where you can drink this, amen, but this here is such good properties for it, amen. So this is this is a wonderful leaf to have. And like I said, it hasn't been in water or anything, and it's still holding up, and it's still fresh. I haven't even put this in the fridge. It's it's all nice and cool, but I'm just ready. I'm ready to tear into it. <laughs> Amen. But I wanted to show you guys that aloe leaf. Amen. And here it is. God is talking about aloe. Amen. Like the aloes that the Lord has planted, and he planted them for our healing. Yeah. Amen. They're good to eat. They're good for nourishment. Amen. I'm telling you, there's so many uses for aloe. Amen. Lotion. Amen. Um, 
you put it all over your face and let it dry and peel it off. Amen. To pull out the impurities out of your skin. Amen. So glory be to God. Hallelujah. We want to thank God for that. I want to thank God for superintendent for handing it to me. Amen. And my pastor. <laughs> glory be to God. I love my pastor. He said, cut it open and every now and okay, you you're typing so fast. Hold on. There it is. Cut open the meat and take it and put it on your juicer or water. And once you open it, keep it in the refrigerator. Okay. There she is. Yes, he did. Lorna Brown, she's here. Hi, Lorna. Amen. Uh, oh, it was last Saturday. Okay, thank you. There's so many people typing. Every now and again, I go to the store and get a bottle of aloe and put it in juice or some drink and I and drink it. Amen. Uh-huh. Yeah, and this is, this is good to show this because this is this is the actual leaf. This is a big one too. Usually the aloe leaves that I get are much smaller and I, those are the ones I was using for my son because he was all on all on these different medications and they were irritating his skin and they was the nurse had handed me an aloe leaf in the hospital. And it wasn't wasn't very big, and she said, just rub it on him every day, and that's what I did to help heal his skin. Amen. Glory be to God. All right. Uh, we're praying for the Ecclesia Church, the local assemblies and leadership. Pray for revelation and understanding of Genesis 12 and 3. Amen. And as we know, he said, I will bless those who will bless you. I will curse anyone who curses you. And by and all by the families of earth shall be blessed. Amen. That we are called to, to bless the Jewish people for acknowledging them and as an undeniable source of blessings to the world. Amen. Susan, can I please, Apostle Barnhouse, get you to pray for our local church leadership? Oh, yeah. Gracious. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we just uplift all of the churches, Lord. Father, we're asking that you would speak to all the leaders in all the churches, Father God, that they would hear from you and give us fresh bread. Every time we go in the door, Father God, we desire that fresh bread from heaven, Lord. Not yesterday's, but today's, Father. That right now word, because you are a right now God, Lord. Father, hush the mouth of the enemies that also sit in the church building when they're listening, Lord, that they would listen to what you're saying through your leadership, Father God. Lord, that the leadership would repent for any time that they've compromised or watered it down to keep those people satisfied, Lord, that you would just speak to them in a mighty way. Father, you told us not to be afraid of men. That includes those that sit in the church house are looking down at us. Father God, it's real and it happens. But, Lord, may those leaders look unto your face. May they look unto your pleasure and give your word, Father God, and be a people after your own heart that will feed your sheep and your lambs, Lord God. And, Father, open those dull ears of those sitting out there. They would listen, hear, and heed, and do what it is that you're asking us to do, that we would yes. be led of the Holy Spirit, Lord, that we would be hungry 
for your true word and not sugar-coated garbage that is not your word, but the true word, Father God, the meat of the word, Father God, that would cause us to grow, Lord, in you. Father, we thank you that we can come together, Lord, and learn of you and be in your presence, Father God, and take you out in this world, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for choosing us, Father God, because you didn't have to. We thank you, Lord. In Yeshua's name, amen. Amen, amen. Uh, Prophet Dion, may we get you to do confession, repentance, and intercession. Our Father, we repent that many ways we cursed your people. We failed to recognize we are dishonoring you, God. Oh, you, Adonai, we are dishonoring him. Amen. Uh By our attitude, we heap curses on ourselves with the words and actions. My God, can you, oh, my God, you know i got to speak on this, right? So he (laughs) says, we repent. Why? Because not only have we cursed the people of Israel, but that we fail to recognize that we are dishonoring you. Why? With by yeah. our attitudes, we heap cursings on ourselves with our words and mm-hmm. our actions. Isn't that something? The yeah. two things that can bring you down is the words you use and the actions and how you use it. Amen. 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 Come on, come on, Prophet Parker. Come on, tear this up. I'm sorry. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you that we can come to you with an open heart to repent for for everything that we have just let come out of our mouths. Yeah. or even what we have done in action and our deeds. Father God, we ask that you forgive us. We come repenting. We going to we come to repenting for everything. Father God, cleanse our heart, our mind, our soul, that we may come to you right from this day forward. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 Glory be to God. We're going to get praise and thanksgiving. Our Father, we thank you for the Jewish people, for the remarkable contributions to the world, for the honor of blessing you through blessing them. May our minds comprehend their value in your sight so that we would bless them without measure. We should want to bless everyone without measure. Amen. Everyone should be respected highly. Because we're all children of God. Amen. It's not that you're rich and I'm poor. It's not that you're healthy and I'm sick. It's not because you're black and I'm white. Amen. Glory be to God. But it's because we are all children of God. Amen. Not because I'm a Gentile and you a Jew. We're still children. We're still his children. So we all need to be esteemed highly. Amen. Glory be to God. And I see uh, Dr. Dr. Slaughter is in the house tonight. Amen. Glory be to God for her. She was just out the hospital. We're praying for her uh, sincerely. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. So we, we want to continue to bless. Amen. Bless, bless everyone without measure. 
We, we, glory to God, we need to hold ourselves accountable for when we're angry and, we're, and our actions show it and we don't apologize for it. Sometimes we don't have to apologize, but there are occasions when we blow up at the wrong person, we have to go back and repent and apologize and say, look, I'm sorry it wasn't about you. Um, Please forgive me. We don't do that enough. Amen. We hurt people and we walk away and we leave them with that hurt. And we need to stop that because, once again, I said yesterday that in this body, and this is what the Bible teaches us, what we do in this body that is righteous or unrighteous is being recorded in heaven. And just as the books are getting ready to come open, guess what he's reading? He's reading all your actions that you have done this year, whether it was righteous or unrighteous, whether it was consciously or unconsciously. This is why we need to press in and repent, even for the things that we may not have been aware that we have done that hurt somebody else. We want to yeah. make sure that if we've done something that didn't honor him, amen, that we get them taken off our book. Amen. Glory be to God. We want to be forgiven. We want that area to be wiped clean. Amen. I don't want to stand before heaven and something keeps me from getting in because he opened the books and said, look, this is what you've done. I'm sorry you're not worthy to come in. I don't want to hear that. I want to be worthy to get in. So I cannot just dwell up there but back down here because heaven and earth will both pass away. Amen. Is that not the word? I'm not teaching you something that I don't know. I'm teaching you something that I read for myself. Heaven and earth shall pass away, and he shall recreate both of them. Because he wanted this is the whole reason for inherit for re, for creating the earth was that so the angels can come down and dwell. Amen. Yeah. Uh, I think I talk too much. Y'all really need to stop me sometimes. I was telling Sister Cindy Green she needs to do something about that, but she should have got so she just let me run my mouth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Superintendent. <laughs> we're turning our hearts to our nation. Amen. Glory be to God. And we're praying for our leadership today. Amen. Amen. She said, what I enjoy you talking. Well, Garth, keep joining us as much as you can. Um, if, if you're if you're serious about me coming to the UK, like I said, you'd have to talk to your pastor and see about what they can do about getting me over there. Amen. I won't mind coming to the UK to preach. I really don't. Amen. But I really don't know nobody over there but you, so you would have to talk to the pastor. Amen. Thank you for that, Garth. I, I've known I've known Garth for over ten years, and he's been following the ministry when he was on Pal Talk. He made sure he was in there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Garth used to be on Pal Talk. Wow. Yeah. He followed me to Pal Talk to Skype. To Uvu, he's on everything that I got. Anything I got, he got it too. High five. Um, 
There's another one. I'm having it's MySpace. Amen. Faith Face. There's a lot of them. <laughs> and Garth Garf has always followed the ministry. Him and uh another young man, he was on um um Yahoo used to have something called three sixty. And John, um, Pastor John, he's on um Yahoo with me. And I mean on Facebook with me now, he said I had to follow your ministry. He followed me from 360. And I was like, wow, because 360, I haven't done that in years. So they got, they got away with it. And people were so upset about it because they were really ministering on 360. Wow. You going to get your passport ready so you can go to? Amen. This is the year. <laughs> Amen. So a lot of people have followed in the vine for years. Matter of fact, I ran into a pastor who said to me one day, he goes, um, you're in the vine ministries? And I go, yeah, I'm in the vine. He goes, you be helping people? And I said, yeah, I, I help people all the time. He goes, he goes, you are so powerful. We hear about you all the time. And I'm saying to this guy, how can he hear me? Because my ministry is so small. But evidently, in God's eyes, it's not. My eyes is small. But no, he told me. I mean, he was telling me some of the stuff that I've been doing. And I was like, yeah, you're right. How did you know I was doing all that? And I'm like, I don't remember posting half of it. Look at, look at, look at. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Is Superintendent Green trying to go to the U.K. with me? <laughs> Ah, amen, amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. Glory be to God. Well, we got a team there. <laughs> she said, yes. All right, leadership. We're going to turn our hearts to this nation. We're going to pray for our nation. Amen. Glory be to God. Pray for you, Yahweh, Gavor, Mishamah, mighty in battle, to infuse chief political strategist Dave Bannon with our Father's will and way to above humanist strategy. <laughs> Amen. Way above humanist strategy. Amen. Glory be to God. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, you know I always pray for the leadership in our country because, Father, I love the fact that they listed them one by one. God, and I thank you because we're going to believe by faith that Chief Political Strategist Dave Bannon, oh, my God, will have the will of the Lord, amen, above all the humanist strategies, that he should overcome them, that he should overtake them with the word of the Lord, that the power of God that's within him will see beyond what the will of men is trying to do, that he would avoid every plot, every plan, every manner of witchcraft, every trap, every snare, amen, every manner of black magic, voodoo. My God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, word curses, my God, let him be able to move through the field like a football player as he, as he uh, continues to plan Amen. and strategize. Glory in the name of Jesus for all things. Hallelujah. We thank you for it right now. 
Hallelujah. As he continue in his strategy to help the people. Amen. We want to thank you, God. Hallelujah. For this chief political strategist. Father, we thank you for how you're going to elevate him and escalate him. Father, even change his places. Hallelujah. On the chessboard. Hallelujah. Right now. He he needs a new role. For some reason, I feel like this isn't a role for him, but he's doing the best he can. But, Father, as he continues to just go forth, Father, we ask you right now to continue to lift him up in your son Yeshua's name. Amen and amen. Glory be to God. Confession, repentance, and intercession. We confess and repent that our government has brought us under judgment by failing to bless the Jewish people according to Genesis 12 and 3. We pray for time to yet reverse this shame. Amen. All right, now, East Oklahoma, you on the on the line. Let's see you pray for them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you want to pray for who? I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you say you wanted to go to the U.K. too? I just heard that. No, I said, what did you want me to pray for? <laughs> we confess and repent that our government has brought us under judgment by failing to bless the Jewish people according to Genesis 12 and 3. We pray for time to yet reverse this shame. So we're praying for God to reverse the shame of what um, the the leaders have done to the Jewish people over the years. Well, Heavenly Father, we do just that. Uh, we we repent for what our leaders have done, Father God, that this shame would be done away with. And yes. that they would bless your people and not curse them, Father God, that those scriptures would jump out, that they would keep hearing they're supposed to bless Israel and that they would do so, Father God, and yes. the rest of the world, Father God. Father, yes. help us to protect your people, to bless them. Yes, yes, God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We bless her for that, God. Praise and thanksgiving. Gracious Father, thank you for bringing us Teshuva. Hallelujah. And your Torah teachings to learn how to bless your people. We thank you for Teshuva, God. This has been the blessed 40 days that I've ever been in ministry, God. But these teachings have been exciting and excitable. Father, I thank you for bringing us through each and every day, God. Some days have troubles, but, Father, we still was able to press through. So, Father, I thank you once again for, for putting on Marilyn Griffin's heart to establish Teshuva in this way, God. It yeah. brought us understanding and clarity, God. It's taught us more than we've ever learned in our lifetimes, God. And, Father, it's even opening and awakening some people where they were dead inside. Thank so, Father, you, Father. Once again, I thank you for Teshuva. And, Father, as long as I live, this is my covenant to you. I will bring Teshuva every year. Amen. Amen. This, this, this is one of my uh, goals, God. Hallelujah, to help Maryland bring this to life, that the whole country will be doing teshuva. Not just one one bit, but follow all. Yes, uh, Dion, uh, Prophet Dion.
Hello? Yes. Okay, so my question is, I mean, I, I enjoy doing ministry and everything, but why does it seem so hard? Ministry? Yeah, ministry. Like, like I, like dealing with folks and they different attitudes and stuff. It's like I know how hard it was dealing with when folks dealt with me, but mm-hmm. when I, but when I like when the shoe is on the other foot, it's like ministry is hard. <laughs> you, know, listen, you know what I'm trying to say? Listen to this. There's a many of pastors, preachers, apostles, they've all shut their doors and they refuse to open them back up because they have to deal with people in their flesh. You have to understand that when you're dealing with the people of God, a lot of them are still fleshly. And we have to pray that they learn to crucify their flesh. Uh, take another look at themselves, uh, get another reflection of themselves. As they look at themselves in the mirror, they say, I'm tired. Glory be to God, I'm tired of uh, people not liking me, or I'm tired of people um, saying I'm mean. What am I doing that is mean? I mean, I know I'm speaking for myself. I'm not speaking for no one else. Um, I went a many years, I did not smile. I was so mean. I mean, even when I was looking at myself uh, doing the teachings of Teshuvah, I saw that I was doing this a lot. And I was saying, God, was I angry at the time? Or why was I doing that? But it, it was because I was squinting. But it looked like I was angry, but I was squinting. <laughs> right. I found these things, but I still can't see. Because as you can see, there's a big glare coming back. It's making it hard for me to read the pages. So I said, Lord, right. it must be looking like I'm mean, but I'm not mean. It's just that sometimes people will give give off something that's not even of the character. And yet then there's some people who are truly mean that if they're not dealt with, they continue to be mean. I mean, for real. Uh, they People dealt with me. They dealt with me for a long time. And, I mean, I used to walk down the street and, and people would say, why don't you ever smile? I was never happy. Why would I smile if I'm not happy? And they was like, wow, you just, you are always looking so angry. And I was. I really was. Like, see, I got my face frowned up now because I'm telling the story. But it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm you know, so what? I'm, I'm, I'm mad. I'm mad at the world. I'm mad that I was born to this woman who did not like me, who, who mistreated me. And I don't understand why I was born to this lady and not to somebody else. Amen. Glory be to God. I wanted to be born to someone who would love me, who would care oh, for amen. me. Oh, amen. Me too. <laughs> Come on now. You know, as far as I was concerned, my mother loved to drink. She loved to fight me. She had two other children, but I was the one she targeted. Amen. And I had to deal with that. It was hurtful. It was painful. But I dealt with it. It was all I could do. I tried. I tried everything to stay on her good side, and I never could. So I gave up. I gave up having a relationship with her mother. Well, finally, the Lord got her some help. 
my mother started seeing a psychiatrist. He started giving her medicine for her for her manic depressiveness, which I'm just now finding out being manic depressive means you are bipolar, and nobody never told me that. So all these years I was dealing with a bipolar mother, and I never knew that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, for real. She was totally bipolar. And she beat me. She did all kinds of crazy things to me. She did some things that, you know, if I told people that my mother did it, they wouldn't believe me. They would be looking at me like, your mother did that? Like, yeah. But you know, that's all water under the bridge now. I forgave her. And, yeah. and towards the end of her life, she she repented to me. She told me she was sorry. She did a lot of hurtful things to me, and I had to get over it. I mean, especially when I finally had to confront her about when I got kidnapped. I got kidnapped. And the man snatched me up out of the the bathroom of our house because they were cooking out and they invited some friends over. And what happened was they, he followed me when I was going to the bathroom to pee. And the man took me off the toilet and put me in his car. And I heard my mother calling for me. And I I lifted up my head and I said, I'm right here, right here. And he pushed me down under the seat again. So when he pushed me down under the seat one more time, I, you know, I'm like, wow. Well, my mother found me. She opened a car door and she screamed to my father, here she is. And she snatched me out of the car. Um. And I'm like not knowing what was going on. I really didn't. I did not know what was happening. And the man, I don't know what happened to him because I hadn't seen him since that day, so I don't know what they did. But I, all I know is my mom took me straight in the house and be, continued to whoop my behind. She beat me. She beat me mercilessly. And I never understood why that happened. I never did. And it wasn't until I hit, like, maybe 30-something, and the Lord spoke to me and said, go ask her now why she did that. I said, why did you do that? Why did you beat me? Why did you beat me for that man kidnapping me? He kidnapped me. This man had every intention on hurting my body. And who would have known if I would have ever came back home, how long he would have kept me? If he would have even let me live, he could have killed me. And yet God prevented that from happening because he allowed my mother to find me before he pulled off. And her answer to me was, you didn't scream. I was was like, what? She said, you didn't scream. I said, I don't understand that. Why did I have to scream? She said, I've been teaching you that if somebody ever come near you, you have to scream. I said, you ain't never taught me that. She didn't. She didn't teach me. She didn't teach my brother. She didn't teach nobody nothing. And my mother just really thought in her mind she had taught me that if anybody was to touch me or pick me up, that I was supposed to scream. 
and she never did. My mother was so busy doing her own thing that she didn't realize she had not sat down and talked to me about that. And then somewhere down the road, my mother became so lucid, and she sat down, and I guess she knew her time was coming. So she said to me one day out of the blue, and I knew that she was she was not herself, but it needed to be told to me. And she said to me, she goes, when I was 17 years old, I was kidnapped, and I was taken to the woods. And when I was taken to the woods, the men who kidnapped me beat me. They beat me every day, and I had to take care of this old lady. I had to wash her, cook her, clean for her, clean the house, wash her clothes. But she, she kept saying, you know what I'm saying? But the men didn't, they didn't rape me or anything. They just beat me every day. So I, I said to my, I looked at my mom and I was like, whoa. And she said, this is a true story because I, you, you can barely believe anything my mother said. She always told these fanatical stories and they were always not true. And she turned around and she said, the only ones were true is the ones about the people the people that she beat up on, those were true. So she turned around and she said, um, if you need to find out everything, you have to go to Alabama and look in the paper. It was all in the papers for months that I was gone and how they found me and returned me back home to my mother. And she said, the reason why I didn't stay in Alabama was because when I was with my mom and I came back, I was so afraid that the men was going to come back and get me again. I begged her to move, and she wouldn't. My grandmother had nine children. She was not going to uproot nine kids for one. So my mother was 18 years old. She proceeded to run away from home, and she ran all the way to New York and never came back. So that was her story. So it finally clicked why she was saying she, I should have screamed, why she thought she needed to beat me so I would never let that happen again because it happened to her first. So luckily with me, it was the generational curse that ended with me because my grandmother was also, she wasn't exactly kidnapped, but she was forced to marry my grandfather against her will. Wow. And yeah, so... Because of these things, glory be to God, I'm so thankful it didn't happen to my daughter or my granddaughter because it broke with me. And I'm thanking God because he's kept us. But there's just some things that, once again, we talk about parents and spiritual parents and talking about all of the stuff that we're doing with these teachings and how we want to bless people. We want to understand why. Amen. We want to understand why the people that we're dealing with is the way they are. Amen. Why they're so nurturing. Why why they're so mean-spirited or why. Sometimes it's something they can't even explain themselves. I didn't, I never knew. I always thought something was wrong with my mother. They said she was manic depressive. And when I talked to the psychiatrist, she said, your mother was bipolar. It's a form of bipolarism. And I was like, that makes 
sin. Because she was, my mother was mean. It was mean to, it's in, it wasn't mean to all three of us. It was just me. I was her target. The other two kids were fine, but not me. So, um, glory be to God. And that's another thing. When you talk to prophets, real prophets, they'll tell you they had the worst parents of all or they had non-understanding parents. Amen. It's all ball, kid. We don't know what to do with you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You were so strange. Yeah, I've been there, done that. I I was never understood. My mother just thought, wow. (laughs) And I hated my mother until I got into my 30s and I could finally forgive her. Only by the power of the Holy Spirit. Only by the power of the Holy Spirit. And now years later, we're 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 friendly. We're we're good to each other, you know. But we've never been close. But it's okay because I know that she does the best she can. That she Amen. she's trying to understand, and and the Lord allowed her to be there when He raised my brother from the dead, and He happened to use me for that. And my mom was there, and when the Lord mm. healed him of his heart, half of his heart had died, and the Lord, these were it was miraculous. And 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 my mother was like, wow. You really, God does use you. And I'm like, I think so. <laughs> you know? And and she's like, wow. And and it was like, okay, so you're okay with God, so you're okay with me. But she didn't know how to deal with a child that at five years old had dreams and visions. She didn't know how to deal with that. She wasn't prepared for it. She didn't yeah. know what to say to me except just don't worry about it. She didn't know. Right. You know? A lot of people so don't know. No. And, and, then, I, and I, mean, I saw things, and she's like, you're imagining that. I wasn't imagining anything. I could see into the spirit. It's always mm-hmm. against the calling you without repentance, you know? And, and then we can't, we can't just brush that off when our kids tell us something because there might be a gift showing there. I don't, you know. But you just, you learn, and, and it's okay. My whole family, none of them understand me. And that's okay. I can love them from a distance, amen, <laughs> and pray for them. We know that's what all prophets do. We love you from the, we love you from afar. We and have to. Then they turn around and love you even more because you don't bother with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they love you even more because you don't bother with them. Neon uh, <laughs> asked the question: Why do stuff happen to us, the prophets? Oh Amen. my God. We're in spiritual warfare from the day we were physically born. Somehow they know what our calling is, and we've got a big old bullseye right on us. It's the truth. He, I've seen him attack children that are prophetic, hardcore. He tried to kill me at five years old, and he tried to take me out when I was three years old by the hand of his sister-in-law. Okay? All right, go ahead, y'all. So, I mean, from the moment we're born, we're in it, okay? We're in it. When you're born again, you're born into, you know, you're in warfare. That's true. But if you're a prophet or an apostle as a child, you're already there. I promise. It's the truth. (laughs) You know, and and this is why God is provoking me to write this book about prodigal children. And we're the prodigal prophet children. Why? Mm -hmm. Because we have to go astray in order to really get our calling and get an understanding of it. Because yeah. people don't know what to say to us. Our parents don't know how to raise us. Because we say the off-the-wallest thing. 
Well, Ma, the angel told me to stand on this ledge, and I stood on it, and I was floating in air. Girl, you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> It don't tell me you saw an angel and then you get hit for seeing an angel and you're like, what? Yeah, that's right. Stop I'm lying, lying to me. <laughs> I'm not lying. Bam, yeah. you got yeah. hit again. <laughs> yeah. right. You don't want to get beat down, beat on because everybody's <laughs> looking at you and, and you're like, oh, I, I don't understand. But you, you speak up and you speak out for it. Amen. And you just say, look, you know, Ma, I'm just, just telling you what the angel said to me. The angel said, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> the, my mom said, I don't allow any devils in this house. I said, you may not allow them, but they come in anyway. <laughs> oh, boy. You, said, you know what? No prophet feels in place anywhere. You can be in a crowd. Now, mind you, we can all be prophets, the thousands of us. We wouldn't feel, we still would feel out of place in a in a in a a, a company full of prophets. We would still mm-hmm. feel out of place because we would think one was prophesying more better, one was more smarter. You think you'd be the lonely one of the bunch, and the one that's prophesying is thinking, "Oh my God, I hope they don't think I said something crazy." Oh, I hope I didn't say, you know. Everybody is, prophets are so insecure. They're Mm -hmm. so insecure. But they have the hardest time finding themselves. It takes a while because if somebody ain't teaching you who you are, if somebody is not giving you what you need, amen, glory be to God, and they're not telling you, like, there are some prophets that does deliverance, and if you don't know how to do deliverance, you're no good to nobody. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a teaching I'm a high-teaching prophet. I'm a teaching prophet. I love to teach. Yep. But I can do it all. I'm a power. They call me a power prophet because I can teach, I can preach, I can um, prophesy, I do deliverance. Well, healing. that also does the thing an apostle, though, uh, Orlena. You have yes. to be able to slide and fit into any place he needs you at at that moment, whatever it is. And you have to be. You have to be that way. You have to you be. You have to be adaptable, yes. If you, you you're gotta you're be a governmental apostle, so you have to be. You're not a church apostle. You're governmental. Yes, yes, definitely. definitely. And that's the difference. That's where the power is. Yeah. The, church, the church that I'm in now, I do no prophecy. I'm not a prophet there. It's not it's not useful there. It just isn't. So that gift is shut down in me. I go other places, it opens up. But when I go to right. the church I'm in right now, it's mm-mm. But I understand exactly what you're saying. He opens the other he, he opens the other gifts that I need at that time. They, my gifts are interchangeable. Mm-hmm. You do do uh, some other things, but it's just that right now you're not ready for it. I'm telling you, when 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 I get the house here in Boston, because I'm trying to get a three family, and I hope I get it, I'll be able to put you guys on a floor, and um, me and my daughter will be on the middle floor. I'll put everybody on the first and the third floor, and what I will do is you will get strict training from me because you need it. You need to be, you, you're actually one of the, I wouldn't call nobody else to me but you because you need it. You was lost for too many decades, and you still are, and I got to give you more better training. 
because um, Adrian, I love her to life, um, but she still didn't understand her gifts either. She had a lot of them. She still didn't understand them, but she was a powerful, wonderful woman of God. And for her to turn around and try to teach it to you, she couldn't do it. So amen, glory be to God. She was a smart woman. She was a bright woman. And she also, when she took in um, Terry and myself to do our our marriage counseling, she did it in Hebrew. I, I bet you you didn't know that. Yeah, she was strict because she wanted to make sure that she was doing things by the word of God. You had to. It was, listen, I don't know about you, but me and my house is going to serve the Lord. Amen. Come on now. Superintendent, you are sitting there. Yeah. She, 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 was, she taught us in Hebrew. Not Hebrew. I, she had, did to, say I had to go to the phone because it stopped. Yeah, it keeps, I don't know what's going on with the internet. It's bouncing, bouncing in and out. I think the storm is starting here. Um, yeah, so I'm, oh, and it's going on 10 o'clock. Let us close. It's a good conversation. <laughs> oh, hey, ma'am, I've enjoyed this. <laughs> <laughs> I have. <laughs> I know. Cause it's Please good. don't it's close. Good. Please don't <laughs> close. Oh, close. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what. Since you guys are on talk show, I will close Facebook and I'll just deal with you guys on talk show. How's that? Please, no? please. Sound good to me. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you. All right. So, praise, praise be to God. Um, to all that are on Facebook, amen, glory be to God. We're going to say good night. We're going to say bless you. Amen. Our closing scripture and word is worship, praise, and thanksgiving. Our Father, how blessed we are to see you fulfill your promises, prophecies, and covenants. You gave Israel centuries ago to your Torah and Tanakh. Let Yahweh, Gabor, Malshama, the mighty one in battle, fight for Israel so they may walk out their call in destiny for glory of your name. And I want to say thank you. My name is Apostle Orlena McQueen. And once again, I'm thanking you for coming to Teshufa 2017. You be blessed. A couple of more weeks. I'm going to take a, two weeks off before we start um, If My People after Teshuva ends because I'm going to need a rest. And then we're going to start 40 nights of this. Amen. Glory be to God. And it's going to be short and sweet. It'll be under an hour. Amen. Glory be to God. And um, it then two weeks. We're going to start this teaching on Saturday, the cross, the journey of the cross. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. <laughs> this will be Saturday evening, um, and i got to set up a time for that. So I just need everybody to let me know what time it's good for them, and I can work it out. Amen. Amen. All right. But actually, it seemed like Monday seemed to be better. Everybody comes in on Monday. Uh, all right. I'm going to close off Facebook. Good night. Love you. Uh, let me end the recording, and then we can talk. Amen. <laughs>